All right, everybody, welcome back. Midwest Baseball Ranked Podcast right back at you here. And this episode is presented by Dingbat Company. Guys, if you guys have not checked out Dingbat, go check them out right away, dingbatcompany.com. Um, I just got back from an out-of-state tournament, and I was so glad to have these on the back of my kids' bats because it was not jingling all over the trunk, not hitting my windshield. Um, I, that's my favorite part about it, Andrew. I don't know about your favorite part, but that's my favorite part. I don't got to hear that noise throughout the whole three-hour drive down to a tournament. I, I agree with you, man. It's it's kind of nice. You know, I, I still like it just because, it, it, like what my kid said, and I, I think I mentioned this last time, it's just, it's kind of like his bat blanket. You know, yeah, I, right. I like that, especially in cold weather states. You know, having that little extra layer of protection during cold months is, is kind of nice. Yeah, I agree. That I mean, it's it, the bat blanket. I love it. Uh, guys, go get yours today. Um, like I said, go visit them at Dingbat. Uh, Dingbat company.com and uh, use promo code rank 10 for 10% off your order um, parents are going to love it kids are going to love it go get some uh, cool patches on there but go check them out right away uh, Andrew uh, we're back at it again and um, it's not getting warmer it's uh, it's actually kind of getting a little colder it's here getting colder <laughs> it's yep, getting colder yep. it's um, getting colder yeah I, so I, I feel <laughs> like we're just right back uh, at like our first it's, episodes it's, it's so frustrating I know man. it's it brutal really yeah, it's never gonna end at this point and um i don't know i saw i was uh down south or you know peoria illinois this past weekend uh it was pretty nice out it was like high 70s um but the wind was just ridiculous um and then sunday boom cold today freezing yesterday freezing it's just yeah it, it's never I, gonna go you on. know it's no it's of course it's not it's baseball in the midwest we had we were in Bowling Green for my daughter's soccer tournament this weekend. It was beautiful. It was 80 degrees and everything. Sunday hit, and all of a sudden, it was 20-mile-an-hour winds, which actually helped us. But regardless, <laughs> you, know, it, it, you know, it was like, it was like oh, okay, here comes the cold front. And then yesterday, bam, you know, four, 50 degrees with 15 mile an hour winds. And then today I'm like, I'm not going outside to practice. We'll just practice inside today. There's no way. I know. And it's hard because like, you know, these tournaments are getting going. You need the infield outfield work. And I don't know, unless you're going to freeze to death. I, I mean, it's, it's rough out here, man. It's, it's not getting yeah. better. It's, I don't know. No, it sucks, dude. I just hope, hope, hopefully this weekend it'll be a little bit better because I know we got our uh, spring showdown for Midwest Baseball ranks and uh, it's going to be a great tournament. So let's hope for some good weather this weekend at least, yes. right? Yeah, well, I mean, just if you're going to give us good weather at all in the in the month of April or May, since it's going to be both of them <laughs> this weekend, <laughs> how about how about let's make it this weekend? Yeah, that works, right? Well, this weekend, our one in June, you know, hopefully by June, I don't know, it'll be nice by then, but at this rate, I don't even know, man. I don't know when it's coming. It, I, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I'm so sick and tired of talking about it, it's not even funny. I know, it doesn't, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, but let's start it off with I, I got something that I uh, I want to talk about. I know we've discussed it in the in the past, uh, but as the season's getting going here, um, I I'm still seeing more of this, and it's painful to watch. It's painful to listen to. Um, parents, coaches, umpires, um, big problems, and it doesn't stop, and it's getting quite frustrating. And the first thing I'm going to say here is. Guys, there's an umpire shortage. 
it's hard enough to get umpires. They're doing the best they can. I get it's frustrating. But the main thing I want to make a point here, too, is to the younger crowd, the 8U, the 9U, the 10U, and, you know, a little bit of 11U. Hopefully hopefully by the end of 10U, 11U, people are phasing out of it. But these younger ages, I promise you, I promise you, when you get older and your kid's 11, 12, 13U, you're going to regret your decisions that you made at 8U and 9U because these 8U, 9U parents and coaches are a little out of control. And I'm not saying all of them, but there are good handful that are out of control i saw some stuff this weekend um i had i saw a coach get thrown out over balls and strikes in a very lopsided game uh i think it was 14 nothing at the time something along those lines so clearly um, i'm not making that that you know that making that big of a difference whether his strike zone's bad or good doesn't matter you're losing 14 nothing the second inning Uh, i'd say there's some other problems i also saw some um another and it was an eight u or nine u game one of the two but the umpires needed to be escorted out of the game by um, police due to their safety. Um, and it's, it's every weekend. It's every place you go. It has nothing to do with the tournaments, the tournament directors, anything like that. They're doing everything they can. Uh, it has everything to do with coaching and with parents. I, I don't have words. Like, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand this. I get it, man. Like, they, they make money. They're getting paid to be there all this other kind of stuff. Like, I don't know if it's if it's the parents see it on TV with the pros and like they're seeing the professionals get frustrated. Look, man, these guys are making, those professional umpires are making hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars a year to do that, okay? And these pros, their livelihoods are at stake because of bad calls, okay? That's a completely different situation than your freaking nine-year-old getting a bad call on them who cares right who cares your nine-year-old is not playing in the pros okay (laughs) he's likelihood likelihood he may only play varsity baseball if that okay if that so just stop like and it just seems like it's all and i'm not trying to pick on the lower teams or anything here but it seems like it's those teams it seems like it's the teams that the kid they're getting beat they're getting blown out they're they don't like it and everything else well, dude you got other problems well, we've literally i just talked to a league director up here for a little league association and she's had to cancel two games already because she can't find umpires to ump Yep. Why do you think that is, people? Yep. Parents it, and coaches. Parents and coaches. Stop. Yep. Just stop. Just shut up. Right. Sit there. Get yourself a freaking pod. <laughs> close it up. <laughs> and don't up. say a word. Yep. Yeah. It's impossible. I, you know, I, I think another thing has to do with um, why it being a lot of the younger ages is is it's their first like experience into this huge travel baseball world that is crazy and you're doing all this traveling and you're playing tough competition and the environment and these gorgeous fields um, and it's just we never experienced stuff like this as kids and it's so it's so eye-opening that you tend to act like you are in the World Series um, yep. And you can, you, yeah, and you can act like that, and you can't. You can't act like that, Jim. There's just no excuse. Oh, absolutely, I, mean, I agree with you, you're thousand percent. Freaking nope. adult, right. like, yep. like at the end of the day, let me tell you something. Nine times out of ten, the umpire could probably be your child. That's how young he is. Sure. Okay. Sure. Like, like, just stop. 
Who gives who who grabs a rat's bottom? I'm trying to keep it PG. <laughs> it was a good, okay. it was good, it was good effort. Yeah, it was a good effort. On, 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 a, on a strike or a ball. Who cares? Who cares? Yep, yep. Again, that's what I saw this weekend. A, a, a coach get tossed for arguing strikes and balls, and the game was 14 to nothing in the second inning. If it, what are we if doing? It is a, if it's a safety issue, I get it. Like, I, sure, look, sure. I, look, there was a time that I kind of exploded on an umpire, okay, at, at one point. But it was the third time that the same safety issue came up. And at that point, I exploded because it was the safety of the kids that sure. I was frustrated about. It's not that he made a wrong call. It's because of the safety of the kids. And that was unacceptable. Okay? Yeah, I agree. That's a, diff- that's a different you know, topic However, there. However, man, balls and strikes, like – Come on. Right. You can't Come even on. argue though that in the pros. You argue balls and strikes in the pros, you're automatically you're tossed. You're automatically. Um, the, yeah. So I'll tell a little bit a personal story of mine. Because, again, I don't want to make excuses for these young younger um, teams and how they're acting because there is no excuse, like you said. I completely agree with you there. But I think we've all had these moments at younger ages. And obviously, myself and you, not to this extreme of this type of stuff. But, you know, so a personal story of mine is, you know, when you first get brought into this travel world, it's, it's crazy. And uh, my son's team at AU... They were like 27-0 and 0 at the time and playing in the state tournament, and it was like the semifinal or something, and we lost to our rival. And one of the other parents made a comment, or I made a comment, whoever it was first, and it wasn't like anything crazy, but it was you know, a little jab, and we jabbed back and forth a couple times, um, just me and this other guy. And I remember going to the restaurant after the game and driving back home before then, and I'm just like, I was just so angry. And I'm like, that guy just rubbed me the wrong way, blah, blah, blah. And the next year, when the season started, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. And it wasn't even like a big deal. It was something so small that no one even noticed, but it was like, to me, I'm like, I was I, that guy's probably laughing at me or something, or whatever it is and vice versa he's thinking i'm laughing at him um and it's funny so my son actually played with um that rival team for a tournament when we were off that following year and i'm sitting there and he's we're at one of the uh, games and he's sitting next to me and i'm like i don't think he remembers me man i don't think he remembers me going back and forth with him and i'm, I'm like he's probably thinking the same thing we're talking we're having a good time and i'm like I'm like, maybe he just forgot. Maybe he's just not going to notice. So after like an hour of talking, I finally say to the guy, you know, we he starts talking about my son's team. He's like, oh, man, you guys are so good, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he goes, there was this one parent, though. He kind of rubbed me the wrong way. We were going back and forth. And I go, dude, that was me, man. And he goes, get out of here, man. He's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, dude, you got nothing to be sorry about. I should be sorry, blah, blah, blah. Um, and now we're like really good friends. Our, our sons hang out and they play together on some uh, showcase teams. His son was on my Florida showcase team. And I would consider him like a really good friend of mine, a close friend of mine. And I still look back at that, was it four or five years later? And I'm still embarrassed. And that was so small of a thing. Like, I'm telling you, no one even else noticed. Not one other person, not no umpire, anything. It, but I noticed and he noticed. And to me, I'm looking back and I'm like, that was, that was so embarrassing. And I can't even yeah. imagine the things that are going on now, uh, the way people are going to look back three, four, five years from now and say, I'm so embarrassed of the way I acted then. I hope people look at like, it like that. Like, I, yeah. I, Dude, <laughs> bullpen. You had a loss for words. Like, bullpen is looking for umpires. Yep. Bullpen. Okay? 
one of the biggest tourney companies out there at, at one of the most beautiful complexes in the country is short on umpires. Yep. And they pull from all over too. So they fly, like they get people to come in and everything and um yeah, and they're and still they, trying to find these people. These guys, they're offering $85 a game to these guys and they are still saying no. Right. Yeah, I know the going rate up here in Illinois could be it's anywhere in between, you know, 70 to like 90 for these umpires and um I don't know if that would get me out of out of my chair to go I, umpire. I, it, it wouldn't. Just I'll I'll be flat blunt honest with you. I would not umpire a a travel game like not even for a second. It, no. Just because you never know what you're going to get from the parents. I don't need to sit there for an hour and 45 minutes and just eat crap all game long. Right. And the second that you toss somebody, you're you're the one in the wrong. Oh, yeah, you're the bad As guy. As an umpire. You're the bad yeah, guy. You're the bad guy. Oh, you just can't take a joke. No, it's not a joke. <laughs> you know, like, I gave you five warnings, dude. It's not a joke. Right. I gave you five I just don't warnings. Get it. Yeah. Now, with that being said, with that being said, on the flip side, an umpire, if you don't like what you're hearing, toss them immediately. Go. Bye. Get out of here. Sure. So uh, to, to put devil's advocate on that, you toss a, an, um, a, a coach, you don't know what you're getting from that. You, you got potential of a fan coming on the field, a coach exploding, anything. Violence. Like, violence. Just, Correct. Like, it's just, it's it's insane. I, I'm just at a loss for words of, of how to fix it. Yeah. And, you know, my, my daughter's soccer coach, and this is a funny story. So, like, she had a she had a parent meeting with us, and it was because like we were kind of texting back and forth during the game, and we were like talking and stuff. And she kind of got irritated with it. And there were a couple of times where we we're like, "Oh my god, this official and stuff," and, and we were irritated with it. And she got irritated with it, so she called the parent meeting, and she goes, "Guys, I'm 22 years old." You guys, some of you guys could be my parents, and sometimes I feel like I'm more mature than you guys are. Right, and it's true. 100%. And we it, we like had a come to Jesus moment, be like, yes, uh, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you know, like so, so like the umpires that are 16, 17, 18 years old that are there on the weekend and they go to college during the week and stuff and have college courses. Like, guess what, guys. They're more mature than you if you're yelling at them about balls and strikes. Yeah, right. Agreed. Agreed. And so I don't think – I think the wake-up moment for parents and coaches, I think, if anything, it's going to come listening to our show because you get tossed. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a wake-up moment for some of these people. No. There's no, no way. Because they're not in the wrong. Correct. That's, Correct. that's their mentality. Yes. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. That umpire was just a bleep. Right. You know, right. like – well, like, his zone was bad. Wrong. Right. Oh, woe is me. Listen to this funny story. It's not funny. Yeah, right. It's not funny at all. <laughs> no. Like, right. quite frankly, which, uh, uh, who was it from the Philly? Schwarber or whatever yeah, his Schwarber. name is? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, man. You're trying to go for a game winner. Angel Hernandez calls a ball so far outside the strike zone, a freaking <laughs> strike. Yeah. Yeah, man, he's going to explode. Right. Why? Because Angel Hernandez is making 
six figures. And Angel Hernandez and, don't give a damn. And Angel Hernandez, <laughs> that dude turned around and and threw his bat on the ground. And Angel Hernandez already finished his motion of yeah. set, throwing him out of the game before he even turned around. Right, right. Yeah, agreed. It is a funny uh, side note. We had Kyle on last week from Savannah Bananas, and we asked him who was the worst umpire, uh, Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez. <laughs> and he said uh, Cowboy Joe. He uh, he said he'd rather have yeah. Angel Hernandez. I bet you he's regretting that decision. Yeah, he's he's regretting that now. <laughs> right. Uh, I just, I, it's just, it's mind blowing to me. Just, and and I've seen it this year already. Oh yeah, it's I, like guys, it's more than ever. Just, just stop! Yep. Like I've literally had to go over to another coach already this year and say, "Dude, shut up." Yeah, right. Just relax. Yeah, I, um, I personally, I respect and love certain coaches that kind of recognize they have some crazy type of fans and when a, a coach of another team goes up to the fans and was like hey guys enough and then he comes to like your side and says hey i'm sorry about that to me there's like nothing more respectable to that um 100%. i love seeing that it's the little things like that because if anyone they're going to listen to it it may be their coach um maybe yeah. not but <laughs> if yeah. anyone's got a chance no. it's going to be that and uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's i got the best some shot. firecrackers on my team i'm not gonna lie yeah, everyone, everyone, does. One of them. everyone does <laughs> you know yeah. but it's one of them sometimes yeah. i literally before games will go hey this guy's got a quick trigger don't mess with them <laughs> You know, like whether he does or not, I say it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> your wife just got blasted, Kristen. And I hope she's not listening this week. That's <laughs> uh, all right. That's all right. <laughs> you're in the doghouse now. Uh, no, it's no place I haven't seen before. Oh, I live there. I live there. Don't we, man? <laughs> But I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm hoping we can reach some people here. Uh, guys, I promise the majority of you out there are going to regret your decisions when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, blowing up on an umpire, arguing with an umpire, arguing with another fan, whatever that is. Um, you're going to regret these decisions in a few years, especially if your kid continues on this track of good competitive baseball. Yeah. The, the problem is that those people don't listen to our show. Good people listen to our show. Those True. people aren't listening to our show. True. Because they don't care. They yeah. don't care to know what's going on in the baseball world. They don't care to know the good things that are happening in baseball. They just want to focus on the negatives. Uh, and their kid and their kid only. 100%. So they don't <laughs> right. care. Right. So That's I fair. Mean, we're preaching to the choir. Unfortunately, for all of you guys out there that are hearing our rant, the best thing that you can do is to share this and just keep on yeah. sharing. And when you see something like that. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Andrew. Enough is enough, man. Um, we got good people listening. So, yeah, the best you could do is, is just spread it and spread uh, this episode and let people know, hey, take a listen because you may fit this category. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the best thing they could do. Um, just go out there and just stop them. You know, like you see yeah. something like that happening, just go up to them and be like, hey, man, is it really worth it? Yeah, or go up to him and say, hey, why don't you listen to episode uh, 36 yeah, of the exactly, Wesley Floring exactly. Podcast. Hey, there's these two knuckleheads that talk about <laughs> yeah. this on this one website that we've heard about. Yeah. Like, maybe you should give them a listen. Yeah, just give them a quick listen. Uh, do our promoting for us. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, spread the word, man. We appreciate it. 
next on the uh, topic list here today, it's kind of near and dear to my heart here, but I wanted to bring it up. Um, because my beloved Chicago White Sox just keep getting hit with injuries. And, you know, to be honest with you, this is something I've always been pretty strong on. Um, I'm so – it's always really, really bugs me when you go to an MLB game and uh, a guy hits a ground ball at a shortstop and you got the old man behind you and he's like, run the ball out and you're mm-hmm. being paid $50 million. And then you got guys that are just tearing hamstrings and – Achilles and everything from running out ground balls um, in the infield, in the pros. So, you know, obviously this is just, I'm talking kind of pros here. Obviously, as yeah. if you're a kid listening, absolutely you run out every ground ball. You don't every have the time. same type of body as a grown man yet. Um, so, um, what's your thoughts on that, Andrew? I, I've always been in belief that, hey, he just, I, injuries injuries are so rough. I mean. So, so like, my thing is, is that. I don't think that even in the pros you should ever stop shy of the base. Okay, so yeah, sure. Yep. But what I'm, I guess, what I'm saying is, is, is Miguel Cabrera, you hit a ground ball to second base. Guess what? You ain't running. You ain't beating that out. Same with ninety nine point nine percent of anybody else in the major leagues. You're not beating it out. With that being said at least jog through the base like touch first base and then turn around you know like don't ever stop prior to the base now little kids out there you never know what'll happen so you run as hard as you possibly can and quite frankly it's only 40 46 and 60 feet or 50 feet or whatever it is or 60 and 65 whatever it is i was just giving out pitching <laughs> yeah right. i was i thought that's where you're going <laughs> but, but but like it's super short distances so you, a lot of kids can beat out a ground ball to third base sure absolutely right so but in the pros you're not doing that right. so yeah like in the pros at least jog through the base Right. Yeah. And and so for the kids listening too, when you see a pro not, you know, kind of quote unquote dogging it um, from a ground ball to second base or ground ball to shortstop, there's reasons why they're doing that. And it's because their body's worth $300 million and they're trying to protect it a little bit. And, you know, it just makes sense that that error is so minimum at that um, level where at at your age, you know, these kids playing, it's a lot higher. And and you don't, if you're, if you're, busting your Achilles on a ground ball um, there's probably some other things wrong with your body at you know 11 12 years old than for just sure. playing baseball <laughs> right for sure I, I would say this though I, I even with the pros like they need to be careful of the like explode out of the box yeah and then like just instantly go to a jog like they need to still slow their bodies down at a good rate of pace otherwise they're gonna pull a hamstring by doing that Right, right, yeah. This is, so this is something that's always been kind of on my mind because I don't know. It's just there's just always that couple fans when you go to a game and they're like, "You run that out, you're getting paid two hundred million dollars." Well, yeah, I'm getting paid two hundred million dollars not to get hurt. Like, right. 100%. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now, old owner that's paying the two hundred million dollars because it's guaranteed. A yeah. lot of this is like. He doesn't want him pulling anything. No, right. Because he's going to pay him whether or not he's 
on a 60-day DL or if he's hitting the next inning. Yep, that money's still coming out of his pocket. <laughs> it's still coming. Yep, yep. So, no, I, I wanted to bring that up because uh, that's just something that, you know, has always been kind of on my mind yeah. and um, always something that's kind of bothered me there. It's a good topic. I mean, but that's just the old-school baseball yeah. guy that's yeah. like – grumpy and hates his life and stuff and he just needs something to feel satisfied to yep. yell about absolutely uh next thing i had on my, t- my topic list it's not really a topic but um i gotta bring this up um i'm gonna i'm not gonna go too much into this one andrew but um for all all Thanks you ladies the out there you may want to cover the ears here uh andrew I, I don't know why it's never crossed my mind and i've always kind of thought about it but this weekend, I, I fully thought about it. There, I don't think there's anything grosser in the entire world than <laughs> tournament bathrooms on a Sunday out of town when you got just a bunch of guys from all over that just been up all night drinking on Saturdays. Um, the bath- bathrooms are disgusting on Sundays. Sundays at tournaments, man. I had to bring that up. It's, it's the, the what? I'm the ba- The bathrooms at a tournament oh, God. on Sundays. Dude. On Sundays, they're oh, the worst. They're disgusting. They're- Dude, can we, can we stop with the porta potties, please? Or if you're gonna bring porta potties out, like they need to be cleaned up. Dude, I'm not, like po- I'm not even talking about the I'm not even talking about porta potties. I'm, I'm talking about talk nice about, bathrooms. I know, but I'm gonna talk about the porta potties <laughs> for a second. I uh, legit, I tell my boys go find a tree because I don't want you anywhere near me if you go in one of those porta potties. Right, right. It's, dude. Especially, I'm, so you're talking like out of town tournaments. You got all these teams coming from all over, so you know oh. all these adults are up drinking, oh, and having some man. beers, and we can't, oh. we can't, we can't even get umpires out there, let alone somebody to come clean the bathrooms. Good point. That's a good point. You you go to these tournaments on friday and you go to the bathroom you're like wow this place is gorgeous you go in there on sunday it's, it's a new place although, although these umpires after they get just get yelled at for a while probably be like screw it man i'll go clean the go clean the porta potty with a toothbrush if i have to instead of this for less money too probably right. they don't care so i had to bring that up uh it's, it was a rough one this got, weekend got bob over here yelling that little johnny's gonna play for the freaking yankees next year <laughs> hey, he might, hey, right? Where, where's my toothpick and toothbrush? Let me go clean the porta potty for a second. <laughs> so I had to bring that one up. Um, thought it was kind of funny, but uh, <laughs> I know some better things here. Um, those of you that have been asking about our rankings and everything. Um, we're in the belief of not updating every week. It's uh, you know, they're they're kids. You know, things happen every single weekend. You have a great weekend. You have a bad weekend. You know, no one should be judged off of just one weekend. So, um, I mean, it's just like the pros, right? That's why there's not a ranking system in the pros. It goes based off of kind of record and stuff like that. But there's not a ranking system because if there was a ranking system in baseball, it, it would never be. It would change from minute to minute because, like, it's all about who's hot. Every once in a while, you're gonna get the Rockies to come in and beat the White Sox or something like that and White Sox fans be like, what the hell, the right. world's ending, but it's like it, no, it's because they had their ace going and you guys had your number 82nd player pitching. Right. So, right. who cares? Yep, I agree. <laughs> it, so, our next ranking update will be after Super Select, so I think it is uh, three weeks from now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, some things I did want to cover, guys, weekday games mean nothing. 
they mean nothing. Um, Zip zero zilch. That's when you should get your bottom players in there to pitch and get them some innings. Yeah, and you know, great if you beat a top team during the week. You know, if you lose to a a bottom team, it's not going to hurt you either way. Weekday games mean nothing. Uh, Pool play games mean some. Um, you know, definitely you have a good pool play win. You know, you may get some credit. Um, you have a bad pool play loss. You may not get as much of a ding. Pool play, you know, means a little bit. Um, bracket means the most. You know, what, what yeah. you're bringing on Sunday, you know, as what I'm seeing a lot um, at the older ages now is, you know, some of these guys, you know, they're not even pitching in pool play and you're just saving them for Sunday. Um, yeah. You know, at the younger ages, it's a little bit different because, you know, yeah. you're not worried about well, – too much at that age you know yeah i mean yes your top teams could care less about pool boy like they yep. we, we some just don't care some like a good portion of them just don't care about pool play because you're gonna pitch off and you're gonna pitch like six pitchers per game in pool play and then on sunday you're saving your top four or five guys to go out there and and do what they do Right, exactly. So that's the that's the big one there. Um, you know, Sundays are what matters the most. That's what we'll be looking at the most. Um, you know, it's you know, and so a, a loss against a top ranked team or you know something along those lines definitely outweighs a win against a lower level team. Um, yeah. You know, if you're going to a top tournament and you're battling and you're playing top competition, you're playing up, whatever that may be, but yeah. you're challenging yourself, that's usually going to outweigh, um, you know, something if you're a top team and you're playing in a double A tournament, a silver tournament, whatever you call right. it. Um, that just that just doesn't really do it for me. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, again, we talk about all the time, like your your win loss record. It doesn't really matter. No. You know, the it, it, and we're serious about that. Your win loss record does not matter as long as you, you're out there playing good teams. Now your win loss record matters if you're playing down. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, That's a good point. You know, yep. Yep. Now it, and now it kind of matters. Like if you if you go 500 and you're considering yourself a top team, but you've been playing double A teams all season long, and you go 500. Yeah, your win-loss record absolutely matters at that point. <laughs> right. You know, but if you're an open team or a majors team and you're playing open and majors caliber teams and you go 500, well, guess what? You beat half of the majors opens teams, so that's great. Yep, yep. I agree. No, I'm on the same page with you. I, th- I think that's what it should be about. You know, guys, challenge yourselves. And I'm not saying don't reach out to us and let us know how you did. That's not what I'm saying at all. Please continue to do that. I don't care if you just want to talk about your team, whether it's a weekday game. I don't care. I will be glad to talk to you um, about anything. You know, Andrew would, too. If you want to just talk about your team and, and a game you played, a tournament you played, whether it's down, we'll, we will gladly talk to you. That's not what we're 100%. saying here. But we just want to give everyone an idea because people are always asking, you know, what we – way and um, what's most important so I want to make sure we're pretty clear on, on yeah. those things it's uh yeah it's important right absolutely now if you call us up and tell us like hey man you know our team's number one team in the state their team's number two team in the state we didn't think that we were going to play each other at all during the season because we're just in different tournaments at the same at, on different weekends so we decided to throw a double header and we decided like hey we're going out there to win it on a Wednesday, and both teams are in agreement of that. Let us know that because that's different. Yeah. 
That's a different situation. If you guys sit there and say, look, we're not going to see each other enough during the season, so we want to take care of this now and and run a doubleheader, and I'm going to throw my ace, and you're going to throw your ace, and we're going to optimize the lineups, and we're going to we're gonna put kids in the position that gives us the best chance to win, and we're going to play this like a tournament, let us know. Agreed. Like, that's different. Yep, I'm with you. I know uh, specifically at the 11U age level, um, Ohio City Baseball Club and Ohio Nationals the past two, three years have done a, um, a three-game series on a Saturday and Sunday um, during the early season. And, you know, they're number one, number two in uh, the state of Ohio and both top five, I believe, in the Midwest. And uh, so that's completely different, right? Like you said, yeah. that's like, a, hey, let's let's go here, let's go three games, and let's see who yeah. takes it because, yeah. you know, these are two top teams. Let's go battle it out. So, yeah, um, I just want everyone to know where we're coming from when it comes to rankings and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what else we got here? We got a big tournament this weekend, Andrew. Uh, spring yeah. Showdown over in Oak Forest, Illinois. Um, excited for that. 11U only. Got yeah. some. Uh, you want to do some, some predictions today? Oh, yeah. It's our first prediction show, man. It's I our like first it. prediction show. Plenty more to come. Um, excited to, you know, do some big time predictions of um, of some top tournaments. Andrew, yeah. we uh, I got a little. Uh, I talked to uh, the bullpen guys the other day, and um, I think we might get first crack at the Super Select schedule. Um, we might All get right. a little selection show on here type of thing. And, and for those teams out there that are in the Super Select, Nate. Upper Arlington, Hit Dogs, all you guys, don't be texting me trying to get your schedule early. <laughs> right, right. No, we're not giving it early. You're gonna have to tune into the show and listen and get it. That's what you got to do. You got to listen to us to get it. So um, I know I talked to Cam over there. He's gonna hop on with us here in the next uh, week or two. He's gonna break down the ske- schedule and we'll do a little uh, prediction show with him for that tournament too. Ah, that's gonna be awesome. That'll be a good time. Yeah, that'll be a good time. Yo, and just so that those for those out there uh, in listener land if if you don't hear a bunch of guests anymore um going forward for just a little bit here it's because we're doing these prediction shows and these are you know this is kind of what we envision during the off season we're going to have a lot more guests on and doing a lot more interviews and stuff and that's not saying that we're not going to do interviews throughout the season either but it's they're going to be a little bit more far and few between we're going to do a lot of these prediction shows we that's going to be fun for you guys to listen to yeah exactly we're going to get you know as much content out of out what we can um new schedule is going to be wednesday fridays for drops um just because we want to recap some tournaments um you know it takes a couple days to get that going and then we want uh you know you're driving down to your tournament on a friday we want you to be able to pop us on here on uh, friday morning friday afternoon and listen to uh hey maybe we'll be doing a prediction show where you're going yeah uh, let's hop into some predictions for this weekend. So 11U only over in Illinois. Um, I'll run down the list here. We got um, Dynasty out of Illinois. We got Upper Deck, Kansas Sparks, Gutierrez, uh, Hinsdale, Devils Black, Bartlett Rebels, Phenom out of Illinois, Top Tier Michigan, Illinois Hawks, Iowa Legacy, Milwaukee Angels, Ramirez. Uh, 11U only. It's a, it's a battle, man. Um, it's tough. Let's. I, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. What is... Your favorite matchup of pool play? Um, that's a great question. Uh, top tier and Phenom. Good answer. I like that answer a lot. 
That's a, that's a good one. You got number two in Illinois, number one in Michigan. Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think either of them care about that game, though. I think that they both want to win, but I don't think that they're going to throw their top guys at each other. Yeah, kind of weird. I think that's going to be a game where the, each team's going to maybe throw their number five and number six guys at each other because they're like, well, we'll just go to battle with our number five and number six and try to outscore each other. Sure. So I think that that's going to be a super high scoring, intense, lots of hitting type of game. That's why I like that game a lot. I like it. I think it's a good answer. I think uh, I think that's the game of the day also. I agree with you there. I'll give another one. Um, but, yeah, I think you nailed it. I think that is the game of the day. I'll give you another one. I'm going to go with – Let's go with, um, I'm excited for, mm, mm, mm. let's go, I'm going to go right back to the top tier Michigan wagon Dude, here. I was just about to say it. Yeah, I'm going to go top tier Michigan versus Milwaukee Angels Ramirez. Dude, I think that's going to be another battle. Top tier got a crazy tough draw. Yeah, top tier Michigan and Phenom got got the, got the rough draws, no doubt yeah, about they that. because Phenom got upper deck. I was going to say, the reason it took me so long was I was either going to say, Top tier Phenom, Phenom Upper Deck, or top tier Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's going to be a phenomenal game. Um, top tier Michigan is just well put together. They're coming off a big tournament win this past yeah. weekend over in Indy. And um, Milwaukee Angels Ramirez, good hitting team. Um, so I, I think that's going to be a good battle, man. I, I'm excited for yeah. that. I think those are the two games of the day. Um, and I think those are right after one another. So I'm excited yeah. to watch those too. Yeah, well... Um, no, top tier will have a little bit of a break. Oh, yeah, I got a quick like, break there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got a little bit of a break. They they don't quite play back-to-back. Milwaukee's got to play back-to-back, which that could potentially hurt Milwaukee because those kids, while top tier is rested, Milwaukee's going to have to go back-to-back against yeah, them. Yeah, true. Yep. Um, you know, so I got, I got to pat ourselves on the back here. I've been getting a lot of uh, compliments on the way we did the schedule, and uh, – you know, I think it was just really cool. We got one, two, we got three out-of-state teams coming over to Illinois for this. We didn't schedule any games Saturday morning. We're starting all games at 2 o'clock, so, um, and all our out-of-state teams do not play Friday night. So, That's um, fantastic. Yeah, right. I mean, it's the little things like that yeah. that go a long way, and, you yeah. know, they all thanked us, like, hey, you didn't have to do this, but we appreciate it. So now you got top-tier Michigan that I believe is about three hours away. They don't have to leave at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's a game-changer. Now you're getting a fresh oh, top-tier yeah. Michigan team versus a tired top tier Michigan team right. um, and if they wanted to knowing knowing the top tier Michigan guys I can probably tell you that they're going to be down on Friday anyways to watch sure. the other games you right. know, to scout the other games it's just that's just in their blood yeah I agree and you know but they don't have to go back to the hotel right away and go to bed right. and they, they can let but, the kids stay up but a the parents don't have to be there yeah like, <laughs> the kids don't have to be there the, the coaches will be there right but like right but mom and dad can just stay home and and leave at you know 10 o'clock in the morning and be there in plenty of time yeah exactly so i think it's little things like that that go a long way so you'll, you'll be seeing a lot of things like that from us in the future and you know just doing what we can um Andrew, another question here. Who's your, um, you know, so I mean, who's your surprise team that uh, might make a run here? Um, I think it's Milwaukee. Angels would be the surprise team. Just, and, and they're not even really a surprise team. Like, if somebody said, oh, Milwaukee Angels won this, 
you'd be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, that, that makes sense. But you have to understand Phenom, Upper Deck, and Top Tier on how they kind of separate themselves from everybody else as far as talent on the field. So if Milwaukee can make it through, essentially, Top Tier and Phenom and, and, and Upper Deck – that's that's a surprise. Sure. In yep. my eyes. I agree. Right. I'm with you on that. Yeah. It's they a, played great baseball. Yep. If that's the case. I right. I'm with you. Even if you make a run to the championship and maybe you don't win it. Um right. yeah, so I, I think that's that's a good one. Um I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with I'm going to go with the Bartlett Rebels. Um, again, a, a very good team. I believe number three in Illinois. Um, it's a very good team. Do they have enough pitching? We'll see. They got a couple. They got two, you know, pretty solid pitchers from there. We'll see. But um, again, this is a team that hey, if you make it to the championship, you won't be, you know, like oh my god, they made it to the championship. But you'll be like hey, I mean, this is a great weekend for them. They just, you yeah. know, they just said hey, we're, we're here with you guys here on this. Yeah. So that's yeah. my uh, my sleeper for that one. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean. And that's good that you said that because both of our teams play at four o'clock on Saturday. Four? You're at five for four o'clock too? No, you're at four. <laughs> Milwaukee Angels. <laughs> oh, yeah. and both of our sleeper teams play each other at oh, four o'clock I mean, on Saturday. I, I didn't so even pick up on be, that. Yeah, that could be right there. That could be the. <laughs> I didn't even what? pick up on that. We got We have a side uh-huh. bet on that one then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't pick up on that. You sent me that USA hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one other question for you: Who's your uh, Who's your winner? Um, I think I, uh, and this is not to stroke your ego or anything like that, but I think Upper Deck's gonna win. Okay. I think I think that upper deck has has really deep pitching. I think that they can hit. Um, I think I think uh, I hope and pray that the top two teams is going to be top tier versus upper deck in the championship game. I just think that upper deck will end up topping top tier. No pun intended. No, I like it. I think it's a it's a good pick. Um, I'm going to go with the opposite there. I'll go with top tier Michigan. Um, again, I'm kind of hoping for that matchup in the championship. You know, obviously you can't go wrong with any with any team here. It's going to be a battle no matter who it is. Um, but I think that'd be a really good matchup. Top tier Michigan, upper deck. They've never faced. Um, so I'm going to go with top tier Michigan. They're hot right now. They're rolling. They got experience. Um, you know, just a, a good, well put together team. So that's that's my pick. I think I personally think that Upper Deck could get the one seed out of this whole thing because I do think I, I think Phenom's a good baseball team, but Phenom will have just played top tier right before they have to turn around and play Upper Deck. Yeah. Okay, so that's gonna hurt them. So I think Upper Deck actually gets the top seed in the tournament. And I think that um that top tier is going to end up being either the two or the four seed, depending on what happens with their matchup 
with the Milwaukee Angels. Yeah, it's a good point too because you're going to have to see you know where where teams slot in. Um, yeah. Top tier Michigan got a rough rough draw. Um, Phenom's got a rough draw. Milwaukee Angels got a tough draw. So it's just yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, you just don't know which way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great tournament though. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a great one for all those listening. If you got nothing going on, shoot over to Oak Forest, Illinois this weekend. Going to be a great tournament. Um, you can check the schedule out at uh, MidwestBaseballRanks.com slash Spring Dash Showdown. Um, also, if you just click the top, you'll see the drop down for Spring Showdown. Go check it out all there. We'll be updating throughout the weekend. So it should be a good one. Um, while we're on that topic, actually. We just announced um, our live draw date for our 11U, 12U invite-only tournament, Battle of the Rankings, over in Muskego, Wisconsin. We're going to be doing a live draw May 10th, May 10th, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, on your YouTube. So that's going to be fun, man. Let's, uh, you know, get your get your popcorn ready, get your team together. Um, I just talked to Rob Stevenson over at 3 and 2 Hits. He said he's hosting a, a team party. They're going to play some wiffle ball, have some pizzas, um, and they're all going to awesome. watch it together. Um, yeah, a bunch of different teams doing some some stuff, some get-togethers, and we're going to be incorporating um, the kids in on this and whatnot and helping draw the teams. And uh, It's going to be fun, man. It's like a selection show like uh, March Madness. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's going to be cool. cool. Yeah, it's, again, it's about the kids. So, like, you know, especially when, um, you know, the three and two hits guys, they, they were like, hey, we're going to we're gonna put on a little party here. And I'm like, that, that's awesome. That's, like, what like, this game should be about. 100%, man. Get them, get them together. Like, who cares? Like, let's just have fun with it. Right, right. And I like how he didn't say, like, hey, we're having practice, and then we're going to do this. Like, he's like, no, we're, we're going to play wiffle ball, we're going to uh, have some pizza, and we're going to watch this together. Like, these, That's awesome. These kids need to have some fun, too, because yeah, it's a long season. Absolutely. It's a very long season. Yeah, especially if the weather stays I, the way that I was is. just going to say the same thing, <laughs> especially um, with the weather. Yep, you don't know what you're getting there. And, uh, oh. yes, yeah, so that tournament's going to be awesome. I'm very excited for that. It's uh, some powerhouse teams, and uh, it's going to be a good time, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Y'all, hey, you want to do our game? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot about the game. Um, yeah. yeah, I got one for you today. All right, you, you bring, bring it out first. I'll hit you second. Okay, all right. I'm going to go with second base here. Okay. Okay. Bench one, start one, cut one. Okay, Lou Whitaker, Craig Biggio, Robinson Cano. Some random second baseman. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like real random very random they were all great at one aspect of the game each had a separate aspect that they were really good at so Robinson Cano Lou Whitaker and Craig Biggio and they're all considered top 10 second basemen alright Wow. I so the first one I know that comes to my mind that I want to bench that I could bring in as a sub is Robinson Cano. Um because I think of with bat. Yeah, with the bat uh can change the game with one swing. Um you know, that type of guy. So I think that's who I want to go with as my bench. I, my starter, I 
I don't know if I know enough about Whitaker to give him the nod here. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Whitaker. Um, to start. Yeah, I am. I am because I've been playing the the new card on all my answers previously. I'm gonna go with the old guy here. Um, I'm gonna give your your Detroit Tigers a little love here. Who should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way? I'm gonna give him some love here. He plays good, good. defense. Um, I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go Whitaker start. Uh, I'm gonna go Cano off the bench. I'm gonna bench or I'm gonna cut Biggio. Okay, I like I like the cutting Biggio. It's probably what I would do as well. I just don't think he's got a deep enough resume compared to the other two guys. That's fair. That's fair. I would actually start Robinson Cano and bench Lou Whitaker. And the reason being is Lou Whitaker was great because Alan Trammell was also out there as well. Fair. So those two, those two were the best tandem middle infielders in the history of the MLB. Okay, and if Alan Trammell's not there, I don't know if Lou Whitaker still makes some of the plays that he made without Alan Trammell. Plus, Robin Cano's bat is just too valuable to me right. to leave out of the lineup on an everyday situation. Yep, yep, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, Robinson Cano just, I mean, he was... He could rake. I think he's actually number two on active hits. In yeah. the MLB, I believe. I think I saw uh-huh. that the other day. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, behind Miguel Cabrera. I think he's number two because technically yeah. he's still active. I don't think yeah. he's playing. Um, uh, is he? Or, I don't know. I don't think so. Cause That's I, a really great question. He got suspended, and I don't think he's been back since. Um, I don't think I don't think he's – I feel like I would have seen that. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't even think about that. I think he's with the Mets, though. Is he? Yeah, I I want to say he's with with the Mets right right now. Oh yeah, he's playing. He's playing a little bit. He's yeah, got he's got negative he's got point. seven. He's got in 2022 so far. He's got 38 at bats, seven hits, one home run. He's only hitting 184. He's got a but, negative point five WAR. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not good. <laughs> so that's not that's not helping. Maybe I'm gonna switch over here and. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hey, he had a good career. Can I have a redo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know why mine I got for you. I don't know why I thought of this one. Um, it's something that Which you just. It's not going to bode well for me now. I'm, no, I'm it, sitting here like, oh, geez, please, I'm going to have to freaking rank the seed flavors. No, I, I, I think. <laughs> I think one answer is pretty obvious, but if not, um, I don't, again, I don't know what I'm sparked this. I'm going to get that one wrong. That's <laughs> the one that I'm going to get wrong. Right. So it's shortstops that played for the Colorado Rockies. I just, again, this is the most random world? thing. Dude, I don't know. I don't know where I came up with this. Holy Christ. Okay. But I thought of the two, obviously, that come to mind, um, Trevor Story and Troy Tula Whiskey. Um, yeah. I had to look up who the next best shortstop was. In the so co- he's benched. Who? Oh, the, the next, the best, next best Well, one. here's the thing. So okay. I looked them up, and I'm like, well, this guy was pretty good. Um, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Walt Weiss? Yeah, I do, but yep. he's still benched. For, or benched or cut? Cut. See, yeah, yeah, right. Damn it. Yeah. 
That was the easy one for it. Yeah, see ya. All right. How so, about this? Can anyway, I, hold on, hold on. I mean, hold on, let me switch it up. So you have Walt Weiss or Juan Uribe, who played a little bit for the Colorado Rockies. No, I mean, I mean, to the whiskey and, and Trevor Story are going to go down as two of the best shortstops to ever play the game. Yeah, so. I know. So I was more interested <laughs> to see who you're starting and who you're benching. Um, man, that's a great one. Because it's tough. I mean, they're both like really similar players. They're very, they're the exact same player. They they, they really hit are. For yes. a, they hit for average. They're not huge home run hitters. So you but have home run pop potential. But have home run pop. Yep. But you can't sit there and say, oh, whoa, this guy hits more home runs. Um, and they're, I mean, their mitt is phenomenal. Right. It's tough, ain't it? Hmm. I would probably say, first and foremost, Iglesias, their current shortstop, is the best defensive shortstop that they have. But we'll just digress from there. It's the guy from the Reds, isn't it? And the Tigers, yeah. Yeah. Jose, right? Jose Iglesias. Yeah, he's yeah. solid. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, by the way, first player to congratulate Miguel Cabrera after hitting 3,000, he ran right over to him. They're like best friends. I saw that. It was pretty um, cool. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to have to start Trevor Story and bench Tulewitzki just because I think Trevor Story has the potential for a higher ceiling still um, and the potential to do more damage than Tulewitzki did. Okay, fair. I'm gonna go. I just think his ceiling's higher. I'm gonna go the opposite. Um, I don't disagree with that take. Um, I don't. Tool whiskey to me just had a little bit more. He's got a better name. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, yeah. He does (laughs) got a better name. Um, I don't know if that gets you more playing time, but yeah, I mean, does it can't hurt. It can't hurt, right? Right. One hundred percent. Okay, so here's here's a question for you. Yeah. Okay. Because there was this notion um, in this movement in Tigerland this past season to go get Correa and still have um, our current shortstop. uh, uh, Javi? Yeah, Javi. But what they were going to do is they were going to move Javi to second base and have Correa be shortstop. Yeah. Okay. Let's just – now, that would have been dynamite. But – Let's just say Tulewitzki and Trevor Story are on the same team. Which one of those two are you moving to second base then? Well, I think they – so if I'm not mistaken, I think Tulewitzki ended up playing a little second base, and I think Story's doing that right now, right? Or Story at third? Story's not playing short. Story moved the second base. He's at second. I think, Red Sox. I think Tulewitzki did that with the Yankees, if, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. But who would you rather In the prime, you mean? Yeah, in their prime, who would you rather at shorts? I think Tool Whiskey. Okay, see, I would go Story. Yeah? Yeah, I would go Trevor Story at shortstop and put Tool Whiskey at second base. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong either way, if we're being no. honest. Um, I mean, we're comparing apples to apples. Right, right. right. Uh, it's kind <laughs> of funny that that was the most random question of all time. Like, yeah. how I came about those, I really have no idea. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it was good. It but worked your, out, right? Your third person was awful. It was, I, I did nothing else, man. What do you want me to do? I, <laughs> I, that's all I had, man. That's all I could get. 
I literally, when I looked up mine, I literally looked up like, who's the top 10 second baseman of all time? Okay, I'm just going to pick three names off of this. <laughs> oh, I did for this one too. I looked it up. I looked it up, and that's the best I could get. <laughs> yeah. So Walt Weiss, uh, shout out. Come out. You're welcome on the podcast anytime you yeah, want, buddy. Come on out to, and call us out. And be like, you guys are idiots. Right. I was clearly better than both of those yeah, right. morons that you said. Hey, Walt, he might be looking for some money. We'll uh, give him a twenty-five dollar podcast appearance fee or something. We'll uh, give him a beastman card. Yeah, there you go. Drought. We know you're listening. Throw uh, Walt Weiss uh, a beastman and get him on the podcast. We'll we'll hit him up on Instagram. Just put it on our tab. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Walt Weiss. Yeah, that's the best I could do. Uh, you got to be better. Yeah, hey. you have to be better. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, you might as well have been like, oh, you know what? If Shaq would have played shortstop for the, <laughs> I, I said Juan Uribe too. Juan Uribe is uh, he was a big part of my childhood with uh, the White Sox. He was a yeah, fantastic those, player. Those baseball purists out there right now are going, Walt Weiss was clearly yeah, right. hands down the best one. Yeah, right. Or how dare them disrespect <laughs> Walt Weiss I'm like that. I'm going to go yell at an umpire now. <laughs> or who did I say last week? Uh, old man Jerry on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's talking about us right now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's all I got. What do you? Anything else on your end, Andrew? No, man. Excited to get outside and and bundle up in our in our snow gear and play Thank some you. baseball this coming weekend. We'll be in Indiana, so we're we're pretty excited. Nice, a little warmer over there sometimes. Um, I know from yeah, my it's experience. It's supposed to rain all weekend, so that's cool. Yeah, well, they got they got pretty good drainage over there on the turf. Yeah. They do a good job. Um, that's all we got, guys. Make sure you guys um, you know go like, subscribe, follow us along. Midwest Baseball Ranks. We appreciate you and everything you guys are doing for us. Um, reach out to us, guys. We want to talk to some more. We want some more fan questions, and uh, you're gonna be hearing from us soon. And we'll uh, talk to you guys later this week. Thanks, guys.